Hey there, it's Ask. Why did Jesus call his own mother woman? And a couple of other questions. You gotta pay attention this week on Ask. Welcome back to Ask. I'm Pastor Jamie. We're filming this at Cornerstone Church. I hope you have a church uh, to come to or join online. Our online service is at 11 a.m. on Sunday mornings. We also have three in-person services, Saturday at 5, Sunday at 9 or 11. You can uh, sign up right on our website. And you can also submit ask questions. Um, I always pronounce the k because Steve wants me to. Uh, if you go to cornerstonebv.org, go to the media page, ask drop down, ask drop down, and uh, submit your question, and uh, we will get there. If you have submitted a question, it might take a few weeks. We have a lot of questions coming in. They're great questions. We want yours as well, because if you have it, unless you're utterly insane, and you might be, someone else has it too, even if you're insane another insane person might have it. So we want your questions on ask. Okay, so the, the first one, in the Old Testament, there were mediators between God and men, such as Moses, uh, Abraham, etc. In the New Testament, there's only one mediator, Jesus. My question, what is the difference between the mediator and us when we pray? It's a great question, okay? So to do that, let's just do a tiny bit of work, right? Yeah, you mentioned Moses and Abraham. There were mediators between God and God's people. But then eventually, when they came into the promised land, God set up a whole system of the high priest and priesthood, right? From the Levitical, the tribe of, from the tribe of Levi. And so um, there was always a great high priest uh, present in God's people. And his job was to act as mediator between sinful man who had sinned all year long and God. And so there was a temple, uh, there was the Holy of Holies and nobody could go in there except once a year on the Day of Atonement, which you might know as Yom Kippur, the great high priest would go in, purify himself, go in, bring the, sa the sacrifice for sin on behalf of the people, sinful people, bring it in to be accepted by God. So he's acting as mediator, right? He's been cleansed, he's been approved to go in and ask for forgiveness of sin because of the sacrifice, right? So all of that was was never permanent. It's animal sacrifices, it's high priest. It, it's never permanent. It was always to point to the need. You are sinful, you need, you can't just approach the holiness of God in your sin. It needs to be purified, it needs to be forgiven. And so it was all pointing to what the New Testament, our Bibles call the great high priest, Jesus Christ. So when he died on the cross, that temple curtain in Jerusalem was torn in two as a God's symbolic shout to all of us that because of what Jesus has done, no more do you need a, a mediator of, of man. So a, 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 a high priest like the Jews had had all that time. So we don't need priests, right? We don't need priests. We don't got to go to confessionals. We don't need any of that. We don't. We have Christ who died once and for all for our sin. When you trust in him, you can now approach God, like the Bible says, by the throne of grace, right? So, so we, can, we can approach God because of Jesus. That's why when we pray as Christians, we typically say, in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray, right? This is not a tagline to close out your prayer, to signal that everyone that you're done, right? This is a reminder that the reason I am praying this and God the Father hears my prayer and will answer my prayer, sometimes says no, because it's his will, but he will answer, he will hear. He's always gracious to hear my prayer, day or night, anytime I can approach. There's no curtain in the way. It's because of the name, which encapsulates not only the person who he is, but his work, Jesus Christ, right? Because of Jesus, my faith in Jesus, I can pray. Not everybody can pray. 
Like, you can't approach the holiness of God. He will not he'll hear it, right? He's God. But he will not listen if you do not have your sin paid for. That's why Christians can now come to God. So that's what it means that Jesus is our mediator. It doesn't mean we say, Jesus, hey, put in a good word for us, will you? Right? And, and, and I'm not going to talk to God because I'm too lowly, all that. You can go right to God because of the name, the work of Jesus Christ. You don't need the animal sacrifices anymore. The temple curtain, all of that is gone. And so now, does, will he help you pray? Yeah, the Holy Spirit will help you. If you don't really know what to say, God will give you the words to say in prayer. But the whole idea of a mediator is because of the name of Jesus Christ, you can pray any time, right? So trust in Christ. Now you can pray. Take advantage of that. Talk to God day and night. Talk to God because you can. Okay? Good. Um, by the way, 1 Timothy 2.5 says there's one mediator between God and man. I meant to mention that. And he is Jesus. Okay? So there's no other way. There's no other mediator. There's no other half. I do that. No, no, no. It's Jesus and only Jesus. Okay? That's what we believe. All right. This is the one I, I teased in the opener. Uh, quick one, but I think it's, it's a really good question. Why did Jesus refer to Mary as woman instead of mother? She certainly was his natural mother. Um, and, and he did this in a few different places. One of the, the earliest places in the Gospel of John at the wedding of Canaan, right? When she said, hey, we ran out of wine. Jesus, you can do something about this. And he says, woman, it's not my time yet, right? Now, that seems very rude to us, but Jesus did not sin. He was absolutely never rude to his mother, right? So um, it, it kind of gets lost a little bit in translation. The word, the Greek word that, that we translate in our English Bibles, woman, it's actually a good translation. Um, it, it is a the most general, there's different words for female, just like we have in English, and woman and and, and uh something that would represent a virgin or a married woman or, you know, all kinds of, of words. This one is as general as it gets. It could be anybody, married, single. It is just plain woman, okay? So, so, but, and so in our culture, it's like, if I were to say, woman, please, you know, I mean, it's kind of like, it, we see it as rude. That, they didn't have that in, in their culture. It was a bit distant, right? So it wasn't a very personal way to refer to his mother. Um, but it wasn't rude and sinful or disrespectful. But I think what Jesus was using that word, sort of distancing himself a little bit um, from not his mother as much as what she was trying to get him to do. She was trying to get him to perform a miracle, a sign, right, to, um, to, to do this. And he's like, it's not my time yet, right? Now he did it because it's his mother and, 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 and she asked him to do it. But he, he used that term because he, he was trying to sort of show her that it's about the will of my Father in heaven as to when I do these things. And as much as I love you, Mom, it's not up to you, right? And uh, But she still won because she's Mom. We all know that. Um, last one. Do you have a consultant for your wardrobe and styling, or are you freestyling? This was submitted by Ariel, who submits some great questions to ask. Um, I'm not really sure how to take that, if that's an insult and you're saying you need a consultant, or if you just love my wardrobe and you just wanna know who my consultant is. Um, I'll go with that. I will say this, Ariel, I do not have that, and it is absolutely freestyling and probably not very good, but this is all you get. I will tell you, I love you, buddy, and I think you carry the tie-dyed Grateful Dead look awesome. Not for me, though, so don't try to give that to me. It won't work. Okay? Love you. Love you all. Go to cornerstonebv.org, submit your questions, ask. Also, sign up for church service this weekend. We'd love to see you.